trained by Gamaliel. Oh yeah, it shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, great repentance, everyone. I think we had the microphone off there. Um, well, how's everybody doing? Okay. Well. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to edit all that stuff out. You know how people yeah. misquote us. They might take it seriously. <laughs> I don't need to change my heart to be more like you. I've already changed my heart, and I'm already like him. Now it's time to change other people's hearts out of my perfection. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> well, we're just going to drink in the glory tequila. Yeah, the drunken glory is still on the throne. It's the blood of Jesus. He's having a great day. Hallelujah. I got to share a quick testimony. Mm, testify. I was mom sitting today. And as I was mom sitting watching the Minnesota Twins lose to the worst baseball team in the universe, Hallelujah. Kansas City Royals, what an abomination that was. In the midst of it, God visited me. He visited me. This was crazy, y'all. Okay, so I'm sitting on the couch. There's a room across from me. And uh, the room flashed three times with lightnings inside the room. 
and was a complete whiteout. It was the greatest angelic visitation I've ever seen in my eyes my entire life. And I've been praying because more than anything, I want to grow as a seer. It is so essential for my calling. And so I've been praying for perfect eyes for months and months perfect and months. Eyes. Perfect eyes. <laughs> well, the angels came and they came as lightnings. And my eyes got changed. These lightnings flashed in the room and it was, you know, 15, 20 feet away. But it went into my eyes and I noticed I was different afterwards. <laughs> was, there was a major impartation, so I'll just release that. Whatever I got from those lightning angels today, I want to release it into your eyes. Bam! <laughs> Amen. 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 Whoa. That's really powerful. <laughs> so we thank you, Lord, for visiting us and helping us all the time with angels and everything that the Holy Spirit's saying and doing. and mm-hmm. It's just an incredible time. I know there's a lot of warfare, but... The warfare only comes around people interested in growing. Don't think it's just going to be all perfect all the time, and oh man, I'm just going to be a perfect example of Jesus. Right, just stay far from the front lines (laughs) and just be the appearance of perfection. It's messy as you grow. Yeah. Okay, growing as a child of God is a huge mess. It's not clean, it's not proper. Dirty diapers. It's not even nice. It's mostly horrible, but the issue is is that you continue to grow through it, and God increases in the midst of your mess every season of your life. Crying over spilled milk ministries. And that's the truth anyhow. And so God is increasing in our lives, and it is dramatic. We are dramatic. As long as you're not magnifying (laughs) the sin, the transgression, the lust, the pride, and you're focused on Him... It don't even matter the size of your mess. It matters the size of your God changing you in the midst of it. Look at the ark. It was covered in tar, which was the same tar later on that like killed all the works of the devil. If you read that in Genesis chapter 14. All the five senses of Satan and his kings were killed in tar pits. And it's the same exact Hebrew word that wrapped the gopher of the Ark of Noah, which means Noah was saved inside the substance that destroyed the works of the devil. Which it, What it means is you're transfiguring in the midst of your human mess. Here's what the devil tries to do. Put your eyes on the mess. Tries to put your eyes on him. He wants to be magnified by having your eyes looking at the devil. But if your eyes are understanding the process, if you understand the Ark, And if you understand what your spirit's learning in that progress, Mm. you'll be encouraged every day despite your inadequacies. And you have to get into that place, otherwise you'll get discouraged and you stop growing. And so that's why the enemy relentlessly attacks young Christians, even old Christians. He's still attacking Apostle John in his 90s, so don't think it's something you just overcome. I mean, he's been in the glory, guys, now 75 years. Okay, 75 years. The one who laid his head on Jesus' heart, and the devil's still messing with him, burning him in oil in his 90s. So if you think it's just going to be short-term attack, read the Bible. That's not how it works. The issue is, in the midst of it, you still grow. In the midst of your humanity, you can come out of your head 
while you're a total 666 in your forehead beast with no transformation. I know it, because he did it with me. He'll do it with you. He's no respecter of persons. He's faithful to finish what he started. Amen. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, for doing it. And thank you, Jesus, for the in-between process, and that's where everyone's at. Meltdown. Mostly you already believe in Jesus, which means you're in between the starting and finishing stage, which is the hardest part. Once it's finished, it's over. And there's nothing, which means you're in heaven, you're usually dead, which means now you just enjoy whatever you did in the body down on earth, the rewards of it for eternity. So you're in between the beginning and the end right now. The issue is doing the best in the middle with the mindset of revelation of God's actual attitude. God's actual attitude will adjust your thinking to make the most of these days. What does the Bible say? Make the most of these days for the days are evil. The Bible says you need to make the most of every day and you have to do it by having the same attitude that's in Christ Jesus also in you. It is written. The same attitude, the same mindset, the same thoughts that he's thinking in you too. It is written. Amen. So we need revelation. What is God thinking? My thoughts towards you are good, it is written. My thoughts towards you are for hope, a future, never for evil, plans for good, never for failure, it is written. So we need to understand God's thoughts are always good. One thing about good thoughts is they punish bad thoughts. And if we have a religious thought and we don't understand thinking and the heart life of us as creatures, oftentimes people with religious thought life, prideful thoughts from the enemy appearing to be angels of light, but they're up to no good, bunch of devils pretending to be holy angels. That's why you want to test the angels. When those three lightning angels came from God and whacked my eye sockets out today, I text Rebecca because I was freaking out. It was the craziest angelic encounter of my entire life. She said, test the spirits. And I was like, oh, but I know it's God. I know it's God. I know it's God. But I did it anyhow. Yeah. I said, I command you to confess that Jesus came in the flesh. And if he didn't, be mm -hmm. bound in chains and thrown in the lake of fire. As soon as I said, I command you to confess Jesus came in the flesh, I could hear an angelic choir with joy saying, Jesus came in the flesh. And you could just, the, the, the sound of it was laced with joy and laughter. They love saying that kind of stuff. They love Christians that obey the Bible and use the Bible. And Rebecca was saying right afterwards, it's not even that you don't know it's angels, because sometimes it'll be obvious. obvious. You'll right. know from experience and wisdom, you're in heaven dealing with heavenly stuff, and it's amazing. The issue is, every time you do it, you'll get a revelation. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. So <laughs> when he told me the flash, I looked in the spirit room, because, you know, I'm always trying to look out for my friends, look out for my family. I'm, you know, oh, things are popping off, good or, whether it's good or bad, I like to peek, you know. I looked up there and I saw it was good angels, you know. And so, you know, I, that's why I sent the instruction. You know, it was kind of fun, you know. And, uh, but yeah, I always learn something new when I test the spirit. Uh, if, if, it, if you know it's from heaven, it's really good because what it does is it's that double sword. It protects us, right? Because in case we might be deceived. That happens sometimes. It'll deal with your pride, too, because yeah. you think 
Well, it's I, always going to be God. With me, no, oh, it's only it, God. It, you know? It's not, man. But it's just <laughs> that kind of like feeling or like a hesitation. I think maybe some people, they don't know how it works. And so they're like, oh, I'm afraid. I don't want to offend. Or there's just like, there's something in the human nature that doesn't want to do it. Whatever reason it is, it doesn't matter. It's just a good way to kill that part. But also, it's super interesting because you're going to learn something. You get a revelation. Uh, it puts it at the flesh. And it's fun. I mean, you guys hear angels, choir, laughing, and and rejoicing and there's always a blessing like brandon said in obedience we hey, learned about sparkles nature. on my mom's hat oh yeah you can the see sparkles. some glory glitter on her hat oh yeah <laughs> it's nice there were some awesome signs and wonders today i mean how many times on the drive here did we see three 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 eight 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 the most honestly the most ever yeah. so what we've noticed is that the devil is attacking people before the breakthrough yeah it's always the same the issue is, I believe we're really coming into some mighty, mighty breakthroughs as an army. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why so many people are under attack right now. Yeah, do you want to talk areas. about the demonic signs and wonders today? You, you're I, the one that saw those. Oh, yeah. I see all kinds of stuff <laughs> every day. <laughs> the, I like to see what's going on. She told me that she saw the wife of Dracula. Yeah. I haven't seen a her in a long time. A principality came down like a what a big black ball or something. I uh, know it looked more like the outline of the figure, like the mm. twisted form. So you know, I'm always looking out the window, and not always, but you know, what you'll notice when something needs your attention, your your eyes will go there, right? And so that's just kind of how it works. You just she's you always know. looking over my house. Yeah, I'm always keeping an eye out. If I see anything sketchy, I'll be like, I <laughs> got <laughs> like ever since especially that one time. Checking my place for principalities every day. Yeah, and make sure nobody's gonna try and sneak up on my man. And know, she so. saw one today. Yeah, but it wasn't right over the. It wasn't over. It your wasn't house. about me. No. It no, it was wasn't about, over it was about you. Yeah, I had some drama. But <laughs> Change your heart. <laughs> I have some oh drama. God. I have some drama with the. Uh, the black stuff I'm already perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's good. If you ever notice something manifesting over a loved one's home or you get a vision or a dream about it or something, if it's brought to your attention, that means God's saying he wants you to handle that and he's he's giving that to you. So they show me crazy stuff. And I'm like, why do I have to handle it? So no, no, I'm like, okay, we're good. But um, this one, it was kind of uh, north a little bit like northeast of our, you know, dwellings. And I see the black sapphire stones uh, just pop open like their little portal thing. And that little black figure coming down, and I just looked right up when it happened. I was like, looks like we have a visitor. <laughs> I hate the devil. Ah, man. But at the same time, it's exciting. I, was, I start shooting, you know, shots fired. Pow, 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 you know, declare yeah, war. You know, Open fire. And it's joyful <laughs> yeah. to war against principalities yeah. like we were talking about yesterday. It's the only way the kingdom advances. So The kingdom can't advance any other way except destroying the works of the devil. Yeah. Somebody's got to wrestle these devils. Somebody's got to deal with this. Somebody's got to deal with this. But um, So, of course, I see it's not over his place, but it's like really close in the vicinity. So, I'm like, you know, we got guns blazing out, releasing the angels. Have you noticed that they usually come... Because God's about to bless you. Right. Yeah, I know. They, <laughs> and they they're try the interceptors. to stop the blessing yeah. and bring horrible temptation, bring some sin, some kind of distraction. Something. Something stupid something every single time. 
But I was glad that I saw it because I'd rather see it than be caught by surprise. I don't like the surprise attacks. I like whatever. God, you know, God's got eagle eye vision and he lets he he, he lets us know. What the archangels say? Get behind me, Satan. Right. I know. <laughs> That's what I said too. Or I said something like that. So of course I'm Get like under what? my feet, serpent. It wasn't a giant black orb like the other time. It didn't come to my knowing exactly what it was at the moment. So of course I get out my handy dandy, translate my tongues into English with Google Translate. Thank you, Lord, for it. And I'm just like, what in the heck was that? And then it was like, Dracula's wife. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, I haven't seen her in a long time. It's been a couple of years. Good to see you. <laughs> so we have some drama over there. And then, uh, so we're just praying against that. And then the next one was like, oh yeah, they're coming down for judgment. So, that's exciting. You're gonna get judged. That's just another day in the life. I was like, you know, I got my dishes done today. I was trying to study real good. And you got monsters coming down, black sapphire <laughs> stones. I'm just like, this is the coloring hour, don't you know? You can't bother me right now. I'm trying to do my homework. You're living in a world filled with nasty spirits that want to kill you. Yeah. But you get filled with a nastier spirit that wants to Jehovah kill them nasty more. Can throw down. The Holy Ghost is a nasty spirit. Yeah. This is not gentleman Holy Spirit. This is nasty Holy Spirit. This is worse As it's than, written in Exodus, yeah. the Holy Spirit is a man of war, That's which right. is a man of nasty. That's right. Guerrilla warfare, he doesn't play by anyone's rules. Psalm says, I am God and I do whatever I want to do. That's right. Outside of your permission, he outside of your wants, belief systems, yeah. and whatever the devil has told you, God does anything he wants, and it, yeah. it's written. We just finally come into total agreement with God at the expense of every other stupid, lying opinion about everything. Amen. Amen. Have a good night. We'll see Amen. you guys. So, thank you, see Father, you Tuesday. for the... <laughs> I just at the you. expense of every stupid, lying, yeah. deceiving opinion... When you're in agreement with the Holy Ghost about everything. That's when you're the happiest anyway, because you're in total union with truth. And it's a wonderful Amen. place to be. Amen. Set free. So, in the glory. This is a good opportunity just for a little training for our warriors. Uh, so when you're seeing something like that, and now so we know there's an entity coming down black sapphire stones. Prepare you know, to be tempted, y'all. So, you know, I go Dracula's ahead and... wife's coming to suck your blood with needles. Yeah, that's why I texted... That's why I texted... Y'all better have the full armor of God on. I, I texted one of our <laughs> prayer words. was like, okay, no blood suckers. Okay, hold up the shields. You wonder you know, why fortify. just like group after group just is utterly destroyed. Because the invisible, yeah. invisible world is filled with so many millions of demons mm -hmm. and people are utterly clueless, clueless that they're getting eaten up by devils every single day. That's why you gotta be soldiers, it is written. Mm -hmm. People aren't even aware of this stuff. They just think, oh, just in the natural realm and I can pray and plead the blood and put the Crisco over my door. That doesn't door. work when you have Dracula's portal into your room. doesn't yeah. work against principalities. You, you're going to have to have Christ formed in your spirit yeah. like an angel to deal with an angel. Yeah. Otherwise, you will lose and it'll beat the crap out of you and mm -hmm. you will go astray into bondage in Babylon. Right. As most do, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> most... Mm -hmm lose to demons so 
So this is just also a good uh, training course for our warriors, local warriors, warriors watching online. Uh, one of the things that we do like to do is we release the forgiveness. Mm. We release the forgiveness to you. Your sins are forgiven. And that our sins be forgiven. When those things kind of come, just go ahead and you forgive the sins of your family. Mm -hmm. Because it's more important. Leave whatever offenses. If you have like some kind of strife going on at home or something, whatever, just drop it. Because nothing is more important at that moment than making sure that your loved ones and the body of Christ are protected. And that's because mm -hmm. the accuser only has the unforgiven sin mm -hmm. as ammunition to hurt people. Right. So the Bible says, Jesus Christ, red letters, I've given you the authority to forgive all sins. He says that to his disciples. Yep. So if you have the substance of Jesus Christ in your spirit, which means you're a real Christian, you have the ability to forgive sins. So you can just look at your spouse and say, I forgive you. I forgive sins. you, man. You're so messed up. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> Or, you know, your best friends, I forgive your sins. Stick your hand real close in their face. I forgive, I forgive you. you. I forgive you. You better just receive just it. Just add in the little... You should be going to hell, but I'm forgiving you right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the crap I put up with is you. I forgive you, though. It's good. It's good. I'm better than you. No, mm -hmm. Jesus is better than all of us. Yep. Forgive everyone. Forgive yourself. Yep. Forgive me. And especially forgive Rebecca. Yeah, definitely forgive me. Because <laughs> I'm going to need it. <laughs> There's a lot of joy in just having fun in the glory and yeah. you know, messing with sin. You know, mm -hmm. one of the drunkest things, we've told you this before, but one of the drunkest, most enjoyable things is mocking pride in humility. Mm -hmm. There's like a holy sarcasm that I just get so <laughs> whacked on of making fun of pride in the spirit of humility. You gotta try it sometime. Do it towards yourself and then find some people walking in some freedom and do it with them. It's really fun. It's comradeship because what you're doing is you're mocking sin. Mocking sin is biblical. That's written in Psalms 2-4. The Lord is enthroned in the heavens mocking mm -hmm. his enemies, holding them in supreme contempt. So freedom mocks bondage. Elijah, Elijah mocked Jezebel. Yeah. I like how he was making fun of Baal, too. He was like, maybe he's going to the bathroom. What do you say? Maybe he's on vacation. What do you say? Something yep. like that. About to send him on a vacation maybe to the Lake of Fire. <laughs> permanent vacation. Amen. Fully paid vacation to hell, paid for by the blood <gasps> of Jesus. Amen. Sick of this crap. Right. Speaking of which... So just thinking that these sins are forgiven, that our sins and the sins of our people will be forgiven. And Especially let, you, the good one watching right now. Right. Double portion of forgiveness. <laughs> Boom. So let Dracula's <laughs> wife, who's been brought down for judgment, <laughs> take a permanent vacation into the lake of fire, bound by angel armies, I pray. And let all of those things and those attributes be completely removed off of our sapphire stones. That dark cloud be removed and circumcised. In Jesus' name. Mm. Whoa. Do you feel that? Yeah, my belly's bubbling. Thank you, Lord. Full circumcision. It's a circumcision of the dark cloud of Gevra. It's poison 
gas and needles. Didn't the child leap in your belly when you approached? Groaning Christ, you'll feel the, the divine child leaping in your spiritual stomach, birthing the Son of God out of all your spiritual stomachs. Every degree of glory, more of the only God, will come out of your bellies. That's how you grow in faith. You're experiencing the only God in your bellies. And when he comes out, you will feel it. Like, who is it? Elizabeth. John the Baptist kicking in her belly when Jesus was coming near. And Mary was coming to Elizabeth because of the joining of these two greatest prophets of all time. There was such like a an electrical fissure, like a Tesla coil. An electrical, an electrical, electrical fissure. An electrical fissure? Yeah. An electrical fissure. <laughs> an electrical fissure that messes with stuff everywhere around you. An electrical fissure that messes with everything, rewiring the circuits. Uh-huh. Fresh heart, rehired hardwire. Fresh, Joy fresh is like electrical brain. conduction between two mm. points. Two points are the covenant. It takes two to covenant. Two is the number of covenant. So you got two points, and it's always God and the believer. But God's in every believer, and every believer's in God, which means these two points is the covenant filling the whole earth with electricity. We want to turn the whole earth into like a lightning rod of the covenant because we're so connected to the other point in our spirit. So that... The lightning of God, what does the Bible say? The, the throne of the Father is with men. If you study that out, it's within men. The Bible says that they discovered that the very throne of God the Father in heaven was inside men's bellies. That's in the book of Revelation. That's the end of everything, by the way. That's the final revelation, the discovery of God the Father's throne through your spirit and your spirit ascends and your spirit grows and you encounter more of God and more of his angels and his angels will be on the outside of you all the time during the whole process. So it's not just inside only, it's also outside. Luke 17, 21, the kingdom of heaven is inside and outside. Amplified classic, it is written. Mm -hmm. The issue is if it's outside only with no inside, you can't ever, ever mature because the new creature is dormant. And that's what Jezebel has really done towards this charismatic generation the last hundred years. It's like all on the outside. And even the ones that are quoting 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is any than he in the world. There's no development. There's no training and discipleship in it. In any ministry on this planet, if you haven't noticed. Because that's kingdom age activity. That's sonship activity. That level of revelation and manifestation destroys the entire world it destroys the whole structure of babylon the great bible says that kind of behavior and faith will swallow up the seven mountains of the whole kingdom of lucifer it is written the mountain of the lord rises as chief of all the mountains in the last days which means there won't even be demons when the body of christ becomes really god inside minded and even a lot of the teachers of God inside my I mean, are just total infants, and still a lot of them 
straight up completely demonized and demonically influenced. And I'm telling you now, when the ministers and the leaders are demonically influenced, and that's true, majorly, the whole body is going to be in a poor state. The whole body is like in leprosy. We've had countless encounters of the condition and state of the body of Christ. And I tell you, she's not in a healthy place. She's looking like a naked, beat-up prostitute, covered in sores. Isn't that what the encounter was? Oh, man. Well, yeah, she was like, actually, she looked like a, a paraplegic whore. But she was cute, but she Here's was... the issue. You know, it's like Revelation 3. I'm trying not to laugh in the audience. <laughs> Revelation 3 says that the people were so deceived by the external glory, they thought they were rich, well-clothed, in right standing with right. God, accurate, prophetic, doing everything right. Jesus came in Revelation 3 says you're blind, pitiful, poor, wretched, and naked. Mm -hmm. And what did he say? My counsel for you is to buy eye salve to see. Mm -hmm. So the angels of lightning come and they just start blasting your eyeballs mm -hmm. with flashing stars from heaven, holy angels, because the truth is, the bride right now is mostly in unrighteous judgment mm -hmm. and completely blind. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go into a little more detail for our prophetic friends who want to kind of unwrap that just to see, you know, you guys are seers. Um, so I was in that You got encounter. the seer Jesus in you, yeah. so it's only a matter of time. Just let him rise in your spirit. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, you can un unpack this for more revelation too. In the encounter, you know, Brandon and I were trying to help the bride. You know, she was in, she was looking pretty rough. Uh, you know, she she had some beauty, and uh, there was some there were some things that were developed in the bride. That there were some good things, but the problem was she was paraplegic. Like she had no arms and no legs, and so, but she was just and she was blind, and she was a horror. And so she was like, and she was naked and. It was just, it was kind of a mess, but there was a tender compassion of the Lord for her. I was trying to help her. Uh, the Lord was, and this was just this last winter. Yeah. And the Lord saying, this is where my right. people are accurately yeah. at right now. And so we were trying to help her out, like, because we had this whole, we had this really beautiful special room prepared for her where she could heal and, and get, you know, be covered and just like, you know, just, you know, we had a nice, it was a humble room. With like kind of like brown colors, it was very humble, but it had a nice warm light and elevated a nice bed, really comfortable. We're gonna, you know, so we could tuck her in there and just cover and let her rest and heal and learn and be protected in a room where there's light and you have people watch guarding the door for you. I mean, just like the ideal situation. And like, she kept running towards the kept, wrong thing. Yeah. So first of all, she was pissed off that I wanted to help her. She's like, because she was a horse, she wanted Brandon's help. Let him carry me, you know, because she was, you know, naked. Mm -hmm. And Brandon was, and this was, uh, this was really cool because Brandon's spirit in the encounter was like, no, Rebecca's going to help you, you know. And so I was trying to clothe her and she was running away like a little snake wormy thing and squiggling away. And when I tried to bring her to her room and Brandon was standing behind us to like, you know, protect, uh, she didn't want my help and she was offended that it was me. And she just wanted to have it her way. She wanted male attention and, you know, personal ministry and all that kind of garbage, you know, witchcraft stuff that the bride is usually hungry for. And when she, when we put her in her room, she was like, no, it's not big. Like all this stuff, like just fighting and fighting and like 
like she thought she was worthy of better and that was like the ideal situation she could have been in so she protested and wormed her way down without hands without arms without legs down this basement down to this basement where it was dark and went all the way down and by the time she got down there i mean obviously you're paraplegic you can't get up the stairs and we had offered her the ideal thing that she could learn and grow and heal in. So we, of course, we went down after her to go see. But at that point, we weren't allowed to bring her back out. Because she had made a choice. And so we had our torches and we went downstairs to go see her condition. And when she got down to the basement, she realized that she had made a mistake. She was cold. There was no blankets to keep her warm. And she was crying. And I couldn't do anything to help her because she said no. <laughs> and so we had to leave her there for a season. <sighs> With nothing to even cover her. Yeah, pride's pretty intense. And uh, it's extremely accurate, and I can't even tell you how many hundreds of times that entire embodiment of that vision has played out in RLM. Like, hundreds of times. With guys and girls. But all of the same reaction, which is just so much pride, and then rejecting how healing comes from God, and clinging to the self-nature which puts you back into the basement of self and soul in the human being, which means even though heaven's available, you will not take the medicine. And the truth is, is that we all do that. We all do that as we grow in Christ. I've done that a hundred times. The issue is the quickness to repent and call upon the name of the Lord and be saved. And then at that time, Genesis says, they began to call upon the name of the Lord. Repent. And go back to God. And it's written in the Word. So there becomes a desperation after you've had enough of yourself. People actually can be disciples. And there are thousands, literally thousands, that are at that point of becoming true disciples. And it's Satan, Satan's worst nightmare. And those people are the ones we're training. And those, there's a lot of them out there that have never heard of us too. And we'll meet up later on. But it's, it's exciting now that there are people that are beginning to understand how to make a difference by knowing Jesus Christ and his kingdom within them, and then his ways, how he gets through you. There is protocol. There absolutely is. There's called laws. Mm -hmm. And the laws of liberty in Christ Jesus are how Jesus Christ moves through temples, even imperfect human beings, by his blood, during the church age, as we transition from church age, which are the seven churches of Revelation 2 and 3, into the kingdom age that begins in Revelation chapter 4. And we're right on that cusp right now, 2,000 years into Christianity, of going from church age, last church of Revelation, which is Laodicea, into the first church of the kingdom age, which the sons of God are predestined for ordained to usher in. That's the exact time everyone's in right now what the enemy's trying to do is delay the transition by all kinds of other teachings distractions earthly revivals craziness everywhere 
even getting involved heavily in politics and having your thoughts literally anywhere else other than ascending into the first church of the kingdom age. Because once we begin to transition into what God the Father has predestined and foreordained for this timeline, the world will go into order. But as you can see, nearly every Christian on the planet right now is in opposition to us and this transition. We have like 40 people on the planet that are like, yes, this is God, and we're all in. That's how bad it is. Yeah. But, you know, David only had like 12. Gideon only had a small handful. Mm -hmm. Jesus only had 12, and one of them Satan, so he had only 11. So anyone that changed civilization only had a very, very small number of people. If you study history, it's a very small number. It's all it takes. It's quality over quantity. you got to water it down for quantity. You know that's true? Mm -hmm. If you go after quality, it'll separate the sheep from the goats everywhere. They won't even be able to stand you if you go after quality. If you go after quality, you'll get quality, but you'll lose quantity for a while. For decades. Honestly, for decades. Until the quality of the standard of the Son of God is raised and judges every other standard in the world. That's what we're called to do. This remnant, if you're listening to me today, is called to raise a standard of absolute perfection, which is not us, but Christ in us. And what are we? The animal sacrifice every day to grow in the fire, mm, the fire of grace, to grow in the lightning of grace. Lightning is a grace. It's a greater grace. There are higher graces you know nothing about. There are higher graces above the sun with the archangels and the seven lightnings and the seven thunders of revelation that are sealed up for a time even at the end. They're sealed up for the end. The end of what? A certain level of maturity of Christ being formed in the God-inside-minded ones. The ones that have fully developed Jesus in them by eating the will of their Father in heaven and not doing anyone else's or anything else's will in the world. When the devil comes, you shut him down. Doesn't Usually when the devil comes, the devil has the numbers. Usually the devil has the finances. Truth, anyhow. Usually the devil has... All of the so-called religious authorities, that's how it was in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, wasn't it? They came with numbers, they came with money, and they came with human authority. They even instigated Roman authority at times. And they're trying to bring every other authority against the minority that's doing the will of God. That's everywhere in the whole Bible. So you are facing legalism at its worst. You're facing greed at its worst. You're facing devils and sinners continuously. And if God's for you, who can be against you? God makes little of all the attempts towards you doing His will in your life. He's like, it's not even anything. I mean, of course they're going to oppose you. You're in a fallen world. I mean, that's kind of His attitude, and that's how the Scripture talks about it. Why should these things surprise you, He says. Of course it's going to be horrible. In this world, you're going to have problems. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world, which means you're going to go through all the devils, all the sinners. 
If they hated the master, they're going to hate you. It is written, Matthew 5. If they mocked and slandered and lied and gossiped against the teacher, they're going to lie and slander and gossip, make up lies and stories, and name call against you also. Matthew 5, that's exactly what it says. And if they treated the teacher this way, they'll treat you the same way. Which means, woe to them who are not persecuted by the self-righteous. Why? You're in the company of the devil. Amen? And there is a lot of Laodicean self-righteous devils in America. It's actually astonishing. It's still shocking to my senses how bad it is out there. But hey, how good it is in there. How good it is for brethren to dwell together in the oil of union. In a complete and total dependency on the Holy Spirit within them by grace despite anyone else's junk they have towards them. I tell you the truth, I, we could talk about betrayal for five years and I'd still have more stories to tell you. It's continuous and it's non-stop because what we are predestined and foreordained to do in this generation has never been done before. So every blockage that exists in religion opposes what God has put in us. But we're overcoming, we're conquering, and Rebecca was encouraging me last night, tell me, mm. and it's just a small thing, and mm. saying, this, these are like small fries, yeah. because of the bigness of our God, the bigness of the destiny, and it really lifted my mind to see how small the opposition was, like ants opposing mm. us as great fire eagles in the cosmos. Mm. As we're laying down sapphire stones, like, the, what's the guy's name? In the, in, it was building Jerusalem, and they began to mock him. Nehemiah? Nehemiah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm Frickin seeing right now. Te Nehemiah. Sam Ballot and, and what's his name? Tobiah? To uh, I just saw Nehemiah, but I saw him in the sapphire stones of the cosmos. Building, yeah. Building the heavenly Jerusalem above. Yeah. And so you're too busy building the kingdom realm above and the path to go above through ascension and resurrection to pay attention to the small fries who oppose you mm -hmm. in the dirt and dust and it should not astonish you that they're all liars. The thing that grieves me is how the weak-minded and the immature and the unstable mm -hmm. and those who lack revelation are continuously destroyed by these liars. Mm. Oh, that's a really good one. If you guys are looking for an Old Testament really fun study, uh, the book of Nehemiah, I think it's like chapters 4 and 6, somewhere in that region through like 7 and 8. Uh, it's actually really, you can use any version that you like, but I t that specific section I really like in the NASB. I really like the, the words they used and the way they wrote it out in that version. It's really fun if you want to do a really fun study uh, because that's what this building is that we're doing. There's a building in the cosmos. Uh, that's actually one of my life verses. You know, I was talking with one of my friends the other day about, you know, they're talking about, oh yeah, an RLM. You were talking to people about like, how they have like a life verse, there's like a, a gemstone, a life verse is kind of like your calling, your destiny, stuff like that. Or like there's certain verses that speak over your life. And that section is really good for building, uh, you're doing a work, you're partnering with the cloud of witnesses for the new heavens and new earth to come forth. You're building the sapphire stones, repairs of the breach and restores of the way, making straight the way. But uh, it was interesting uh, this will be interesting for you when you go back into that section and study that, but look at it from a cosmic perspective and study the tactics 
uh, that they tried to use to distract or to try to be fake nice. And when fake nice didn't work, then what they what else they resorted to? Look at the verbiage. It usually goes how, straight to slander, doesn't it? Right. Look at the verbiage and like the way they speak, and recognize that spirit, so that when people message you that or they text you that or like they're these backstabbing demon possessed betrayers yeah. are trying to constantly mm -hmm. attack people in red letter ministries it's mm -hmm. utterly astonishing to me how relentless they are and the lord always tells me this verse how the devil's wisdom was permanently confused that's why he doesn't give up that's why season after season it's the mm -hmm. same attacks and you see it continuously and he won't stop until you go up high enough that he can't reach you and then he'll reach anyone around you that's not high enough up that's how it mm. works guys <laughs> so the only safety here is in rising which comes from being god inside minded that's why mm. we're so adamant about it because you cannot be safe in this world from satan any other way even through revelation even if you're constantly receiving revelation and you're not rising high enough, you'll be touched. It'll touch whole areas of your life. They touch your car, they touch your business, you can plead the blood, put oil on your windows, do anything you want. It's about elevation. Safety is an elevation. Being from above is an internal elevation of the heart. Okay? You ask Jesus into your heart, you got a mountain in there? Now it's all the different levels of the mountain according to how high you've risen in your own spirit, in your own heart. Christ is the door, it is written. I am the gate to the Father. What's the Father? The Father is the mountain, which means he opens the door to give you the mountain. You decide the elevation. That's on your heads. It's true. You decide how high you go up. Some people can hear these words and go right to the top of the mountain and live in heavenly Jerusalem. I've seen it before. Others, you, they hear them for 10 years and they never get off the base, but they're still saved. There's this on the base. They know nothing about the middle of the mountain. They know nothing about inside the mountain and the gemstones and the caverns and the caves of the mountain. What all the father's portals in the mountain and doors and windows in the mountain. They literally don't know nothing. You decide how much you learn in God by making yourself available like little children inheriting the kingdom. What does it mean to inherit the kingdom? The knowledge of the mountain. That's what it is. Inheriting the kingdom comes from the gospel, which is a knowledge about God. And it's not just mere knowledge like Greek knowledge. It's a living, breathing oracle. It's a living, breathing revelation. Heavenly knowledge is revelatory, which means it's experiential, and it transfigures the spirit man and renews and transfigures the soul as well and will overflow into your bodies as armor of light protection from the devil and it will keep you healthy and prosperous if your spirit man and and your soul are being renewed the bible says as my soul prospers so shall i prosper and he'll add no sorrow into it but if the soul's not prospering then there's no covenant. Then you can't prosper because it's like God's barely doing anything in the human being. So you have so little of God in you, that's why you have so little prosperity. That's why Christians are mostly the lower class poverty in America because they have so little transformation, so little knowledge. And then you come up here and you start saying these cosmic things and well, how do the Christians react? 99% out there react negatively 
to a certain type of knowledge, angelic knowledge, revelation knowledge, that would actually transfigure and transform their lives. And that's exactly how it is. And you don't get frustrated or angry about it, but you do get stern. And because it is life and death in how you receive it or reject it. It's true. My people perish for a lack of a certain knowledge. Not the Google knowledge. Not just the book knowledge or school knowledge. You have more information and knowledge of all time. But the knowledge called wisdom and revelation and intimate knowledge of Ephesians 1.16. Of knowing him in the light. Knowledge that, that's a blazing torch in the heavenlies. Mm. Knowledge that's a path of experiencing him in your inner man. Everything in God's classroom is interactive and all-inclusive and consuming of your senses. Which means it's not just going in your ears and eyes and then recited in your brain. No, it's going into your spirit and it's going into multiple dimensions at once. And if your mind's renewed, it'll wrap your body in many dimensions. What is putting on the armor of light? The Bible commands you to put on the armor of Shekinah. That did not come from the natural dimension. The Bible says you're only safe if you put other dimensions from the invisible world on the outside of your flesh. And if you don't have them, you don't have the armor of God on and you're not safe and certain areas are absolutely not saved. When we can get so saved that we stop aging, that means we're really wrapped in some dimensions. And that's what we're going after. The last curse to be swallowed up, which is an angel, a bat, and an Apollyon. Death. And it's going to take so much angelic knowledge to do this that all of you understand the book of Enoch like a kindergarten's book. You understand that? Which means you're so angelic that that's like archangel common sense to you, and that'll be a requirement. Which means you will have to learn the deep things of God, not Satan. Most of you already got that, which is the bewitchment of Jezebel. That's what it says in Revelation 2. The knowledge of Jezebel is the deep secrets of Satan. Oh, is that the old cult? No, it's the knowledge of the false prophet that pretends to be the things of the glory of God. So that they're so screwed up in their heads from Jezebel that they can never be teachable or have humility to learn from the sent called apostles and prophets in the end times. And if you haven't noticed, that's exactly how it is out there. They just can't receive any of it. Why? Because they're blocked up with Satan's teachings about God. Truth, anyhow. That's the main blockage as you've already learned and have a whole set of teachings that you think is orthodox, that you think is sound teaching, mm -hmm. but it blocks you from the true knowledge that's too mystical. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, are archangels too mystical? The Bible says that the archangels teach you the secrets of righteousness. Who's in secret of righteousness archangel school? We are. You are too. Because that's where we are and that's what we're teaching. We need to raise the standard in Christianity for all of it to be the secrets of righteousness from the archangels. If you read the Bible, that's the standard of apostolic and prophetic teachers. If you look around the charismatic church, there's about zero of that. They're talking about the same saved by grace 500-year-old revelation from Martin Luther, aren't they? 
Yes, they are. Same grace revelation, same nonsense. And as soon as you start to press the envelope into the knowledge that will actually conquer fallen angels in the heavenly realms, they begin persecuting you, turning on you, which means they're turning on the manna. They're turning on the food. Truth is, the manna has the seed of God in it. So it's God. It's God's sperm genetics. The issue is growing it up through following him cloud by day, pillar by night, wherever he wants you to go, giving him whatever he asks of you. Right? That's what's prescribed in Exodus. That's what the Torah of Moses is all about, learning how to follow God and obey God. Get rid of all of the the legalistic understanding of Torah and get into the wisdom of Torah. Woo-wee! You get into the wisdom of Torah, you'll get out of the legalism and the carnality of Torah, you'll begin to understand fire and glory and following and obeying and mountains and angels and everything. I mean, it just unlocks. So what is the blockage? Religion. Traditions that nullify the power or the experience of the true word. We can say, oh, we're not religious people. We have beach balls in our Sunday services. And we're wild and we're crazy snake-handling Pentecostals. And I love all that stuff too. Here's the thing. There's a freedom, and real freedom comes with a higher angelic knowledge that will challenge every belief system about God that you know is already true and good. Because the higher elevations on the mountain require the sacrifice of everything below. So notice, the mountain's like this gigantic mountain. And you have all the base. This is all Christian knowledge. It's all truth. Okay? It's all truth. But when you go to the top of it, everything below it is sacrificed. That's true mysticism. Where you still have the whole foundation. You still have all the wisdom of fire insurance and evangelism and all of the the stuff of getting saved and, and all the stuff that Christian Christianity teaches and established all that truth, you have all of that. But when you go up higher, it's sacrificed into true mysticism. That's the secrets of righteousness. That's when you start to get persecuted. If you're an established doctrine, there's zero persecution. If you haven't noticed, Anne Graham Lotz and uh, Billy Graham's son, Franklin Graham, they don't really have persecution. They have 95 million followers in the USA. They're like famous celebrities. They're like Hollywood movie stars in America with 95 million followers. But there's nothing controversial about their teachings or their belief systems. Nothing. It's just like old, established, 500-year-old truth. Right? Truth anyhow. What happens if you go up higher into the angelic and start bringing Archangel Michael's teachings today? Those 95 million will take up rocks and kill you, as you've seen that they've done to us dozens of times on YouTube already, getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views and thousands and tens of thousands of haters against the higher angelic knowledge that is what we actually need to deal with devils in this generation. So that's why you got most people opposing them. Where are they? Lower parts of the mountain. I don't even doubt Franklin. Frank, Franklin Graham salvation or Anne Graham Lot salvation. It's not about saved or not saved. It's about degrees on a mountain called God. Okay? 
the higher you go, the crazier it is. It's and it gets more wild. Fun. Yeah. Way more fun. And Rebecca is really high. I would honestly say probably the highest up I've experienced yet. Where I am challenged all the time in my belief systems in mountaintop glory mm. for the last 24 years. So I'm telling you, the challenge and the height, it's like the pinnacle of Mount Everest in RLM every day. That's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. I would, I'm not trying to be sweet. I'm just saying because it's true. Honestly, and I'm, I have no brown nosing mm. in it. And if you were horrible and terrible, I'd tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty terrible. <laughs> if, she, if, you, if you could if hear... If her standard was low, she wouldn't be up here. You know that's true. Yeah. And I'd tell you. Be like, yeah, he's been... She, if she's no not one, even watching. You guys she's... never got to see on camera how ruthlessly he vetted out everything that I brought to him uh, just by the standard of burning everything in fire. And it's good. He tested all of it and it did the test, so... I mean, if you guys have known Brandon Zero for any... people pleasing. I don't yeah. care who you are. If you've known Brandon for any length of time, you understand, and especially if you've been here locally, you know the intensity, you know the severity, and you know how he tries everything with fire. And it's like, if it doesn't die, it's God. Well, this didn't die. This is this is what God has, has brought to you know, us. I got burned up into higher knowledge. It's and so I mean, cool. I honestly, the last few years, four years, really, yeah. I've been challenged in every area of glory you know the most prideful people are people like me who live in the glory and be like we're already in full-time revival we're the worst when something comes that's higher than your human glory or your apostolic glory your prophetic glory your shock ezekiel glory and that's really the foundations of our limb and it's like a much higher system, an Anakian glory, an ancient glory, an unknown glory. You get confronted on every single area of your existence, and that's really what I've gone through the last four years, and it's been the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. But there was already an established teachability in mm-hmm. me where I could accept it, not all of it at once, but gradually in pieces like daily manna, until it just the heavens opened. And really for me this last fall, there was bits and pieces, and as far as earthly glory and John the Baptist mm-hmm. glory and river of life on earth glory, we were in it from the beginning. But God was taking us higher into stuff. Guys, right. I you didn't even know foundation. Oh, Like Spirit of Elijah. Has so when all these here. people out here are attacking us, I know where you're coming from. I know where Jim and Michelle Samuelson are coming from when they're attacking us publicly and saying all kinds of things about us that are untrue. And there's hundreds of people like them. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is I understand why you think we're wrong. The truth is, I thought it was wrong. It's not. The sapphire stones are the sephirot of what a lot of people call Kabbalah. A lot of people, what they think is heresy and Jewish sorcery is actually the stealing of the promised land of simply an understanding of a teaching that people have used for hundreds of years to control the earth through sorcery. The issue is, it's still there. Kabbalah, if you didn't know this, Kabbalah rules every nation on planet earth through sorcerers. Every nation has it. That's what Freemasonry is. Freemasonry is simply Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. Kabbalah Now, here's where it gets so controversial and why we've lost 
so many people the last six months. They can't differentiate from going into the promised land than the giants and the demons that have been in our promised land for thousands of years. They say we don't go there because it's all Kabbalah. It's all sorcery. That's not true. So bit by bit, and I'm telling you the truth, bit by bit, God's been bringing me pieces of it, like this last Final Quest series book by Rick Joyner, where uh, Jesus Christ tells Rick Joyner in this book that the book of Revelation is all about the second heavens. That was such a huge puzzle piece for me, that the conquerors, the promises, all of it, that it's so rock solid in heaven, yet so controversial on earth. And so that's how God continuously confirms these things to me, and I'm always challenging everything. But I'm telling you, what we're bringing forth is not the Kabbalah of the sorcerers. Right. They, the sorcerers actually hate us, so we've been in confrontations in the spirit realm with them It's true yeah. biblical righteousness. It's yeah. true Enoch. This is really the wisdom of Enoch. But the reason why it looks and sounds like Kabbalah, because it's already been mapped out in the Bible, and they're using biblical terms, they're using Hebrew phrases, they're using God's creation, God's own names, but they're using it in sin. Because mm -hmm. it's a sovereignty. It's like the Canaanites in Canaan. I mean, God created the land. The Bible says that God made the earth then why are there demons there doing horrible things? It's like we just reject the earth because mm -hmm. there's giants in the earth. We we just reject the whole promised land. This is how it is with the stars. This is how it is with understanding what they call Kabbalah. And honestly, there will be, and it, mark my words, a redemption of the understanding of Kabbalah, a cleansing of Kabbalah from sorcery to righteousness. The reason why Kabbalah is redeemable, and you need to hear this now and listen to all of this. The reason why Kabbalah is redeemable is because it's the stars that God made with his names and his own words and their angelic posts that the sorcerers have been operating in. Sorcery is not redeemable. It'll be completely separated from what people think is Kabbalah with the Kabbalah circles and that the cosmic tree of life. When you remove demons and sorcerers from that, that, my friends, I tell you the truth, in the power of the Holy Spirit, is the promised land of the new covenant. But it's the most corrupted place in existence by far. And the Christians are the most paranoid, giving the worst and bad report like the spies the on those realms That's what today the giants are. today so these ones bringing a negative report are like the spies that brought a negative report towards the second heavens and it's exactly how it is but it is the promised land and it is redeemable just the demons there the fallen angels there in the highest rank in principalities where are they they're all in the Kabbalah of the sorcery of the Sephirot that's where they are. They're on Mars. They're on Saturn. They call it Saturn, guys. The occult is in your face in this generation. They call it Neptune. Look at, they have Pluto TV on all your televisions now. They literally list and name the, the sapphire stones, but they're not mm -hmm. sapphire to them, but they are stones. Yeah, and like Lady Gaga, too, you know, all these, you know, crazy occultists. 
I think her name, Gaga, it's in one of our series of the Masterclass of Righteousness, is named after one of the moons of the planets. I think it was like Pluto, Pluto. or something. Pluto. Yep, it's a moon of Pluto. It's a moon of Pluto. So it's like they do these things on purpose. And so you have to understand, if you look even at biblical history, it's always been sorcerers versus the righteous. It's always been... Somebody's going to get it. The people of God versus the Balaams, right? The red magic, the higher, the red sorcery. The John is in John Bray's black and white magic versus Moses, righteousness, right? He got the staff of righteousness, that sapphire stick from the garden of Raul, from the garden of the friend of God that represents the garden of righteousness, Zipporah's righteousness. So it's, it's always been... But the scepter the, was in the garden of the sorcerer before mm -hmm. it was in the hands of Moses, yep. which is how it always is, you always guys. Always like that. So they had to be here all sneaky and get it. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, one of the things that this, I know some of you, you're like, yeah, come on, we, were, we got this like months ago. We understand that. I know you guys Very few that. have gotten it. Okay. Very few. I know there's a I know a couple of them. I, I, hear, I get I like to hear the good reports. I get back. Uh, maybe some of you watching online, you're like, okay, I'm, this I'm getting This is totally it. cutting edge Christianity. Much much of this has never even been said right. before tonight. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is this good. is all common sense for her because she's pioneering <laughs> so far ahead. I know where the body's at. Yeah. Most people, this would no, okay. shock the hell out of them. Couple of things too. Also, the Lord told me this last uh, week or two. It's really good for you guys to share. <laughs> when you get a cosmic revelation and you're learning righteousness, that pure revelation, like, you know, you know the difference between, like, just opinion or you're just posting whatever. When you're having those realizations, it's actually very good. Like, I love uh, when people share that revelation of righteousness because there's so many things, like Brandon just said, this is just the way I am. I take it for granted. And I'm like, I thought people knew that for the last four years or I thought that this, we've been teaching this, you know, even the last couple of months. I take for one of my faults is I take for granted. I just assume everybody. No, we just ta we taught that that. Uh, you just that. assume everyone knew that Jesus practiced Kabbalah. <laughs> no, I mean like I don't little, think a single person. I'm talking knows about. That. Well, I'm talking. I mean, if if you've taken the, I'm talking about our <laughs> our friends who've taken the master class in righteousness. I have like you probably know, and not just that what you're talking about today, but just in general. Uh, things about righteousness or like those revelations. It's time. It's time to just time. bring it all into the light. Yeah, and, if you want to watch more on this specific topic or do like an in-depth Word of God study, uh, go to the Masterclass Training in Righteousness after Joel's Bar tonight. You want to see and a it's Pharisee called... gnash their teeth? Tell them Jesus practiced Kabbalah. Praise Kabbalah Master Jesus, my Lord and Savior. You know what's crazy about it? If you have wisdom and understanding uh -huh. of the sapphire stones and the planetary spheres as angelic portals, it's just like yeah. common sense. Right. But the paranoia and the fear of the wilderness and the serpents on them will be revealed. That That's statement true. right there, if you have the mm -hmm. wisdom of it, the wisdom of the ages, the understanding of the stars, their names, their actions, and their laws, like the Book of Enoch written on the palm of your hand, this stuff for real disciples mm -hmm. and real pioneers in right. this front lines company, it's common sense. Right. But you will have the ability now to use that righteousness to burn up others. How did Jesus burn up others? With shocking truth. Shock prophetic. Jesus is a shock prophet. Everyone who's pioneering and advancing the kingdom is a shock prophet. Shock prophetics. The kingdom suffers violence. What kind of violence? Violent men lay hold of it. What kind of violence advances the kingdom? Shocking truth is the violence of the sword of the spirit, Amen. the word of God. 
that's why we're bringing it forth tonight. It's time. Yeah, it was surprising to me too when the Lord told me these uh, the things and started to teach me on it. Um, but if you have your notes uh, or like a side <laughs> note, after Joel's bar tonight, if you want to do a more in-depth study on that topic that Brandon mentioned, if you go into the Masterclass Training in Righteousness playlist on the RLM YouTube channel. It's in the description, look, Masterclass. Masterclass. If you go on that playlist, you'll find a specific video. It's called Exposing the Cabal. So just scroll through there. Mm -hmm. Exposing the Cabal. And we go in, the word cabal is actually in the Bible many times. It was over like 60 times. And going into, well, how did the sorcerers have this? Mm. Well, if you think about it, what is what do we already know? What's already established? That Satan doesn't have anything new. He's only a thief. All he's ever done is stolen from God, stolen from God's kingdom, stolen from God's people. He only steals. He doesn't come up with anything original. He's, he's not an original. He can't make originals. Mm. It's pretty lame. That's all he can he do. He stole the highest He knowledge. stole the... He, so, if you look at the sorcerers, which are the sons of Satan, th what they use is that stolen, stolen thing, stolen bread is sweet. They use those stolen things to enact sorcery. And if you go through the word of God, it's the things of God. What does that word mean? The root of that word actually means to receive instruction. So... Who are you? Everything you think is going to come down. It's a Hebrew word which means to receive instruction. Yeah. Who are you receiving instruction from? Demystify it. Yeah. But check this out. I want you to just further understand how the enemy uses the high place right. versus Moses is on top of the mountain this whole ministry. What's the difference between Balaam and Moses? They're both on the mountaintop and they're both offering sacrifices. You know, to the unreligious person, mm -hmm. it's like, what's the difference between Moses they and Balaam? They both look kind of magical, right? right? Okay, mm -hmm. they're doing the same thing. They're both killing animals. They're both building altars. They're both on the tops of mountains. Numbers, Exodus, Genesis. It's like, it looks the same. The difference is the God. Yeah. But the heavens were the same heavens of Moses mm -hmm. and the same heavens of Balaam. But the difference was Moses was serving God with the high place, right. with the sacrifices in the mountaintops. That's righteousness in the heavenly sapphire stones. So Moses brought forth righteousness. Balaam trained Janes and Jambres. Those were his mm -hmm. two sons, by the way. Balaam had two sons, Janes and Jambres, the white and black magic, and Balaam is the father of magicians. Yep. Oh, yeah. And he went to the mountaintop, built seven altars, and killed seven rams and seven bulls on the mountaintops to consume the cosmic menorah. So Balaam is a father of sorcery. Balaam was practicing black Kabbalah. Yeah. The truth is, now if you can receive it, operating in those realms is Kabbalah. Because mm -hmm. you're operating in the stars, and it's a neutral thing. The difference is you're going to operate as Balaam or like how we operate with Moses. Okay. Like sapphire, so there sapphire. is a holy Kabbalah, truth and yeah, and an unholy Kabbalah. The Kabbalah itself is the operation in the high place of those realms, which is the second heavens. To just completely dismiss the whole second heavens is Right, you'd have to cut insanity. out all those verses of the Bible. And you can't is the <laughs> the worst mistake you could ever make because you already got Balaam up there. You already have Balaam in every city. Every Freemason Lodge teaches you Balaam sorcery. Accurately, mm -hmm. 
how to use the heavens, how to use the fallen angels. They teach you in witchcraft and sorcery. And you have six million daughters of the Eastern Star and Freemasons in Western first world nations operating the banking system, the government system, the uh, schooling system, basically every single system of society from Australia to New Zealand to Switzerland to England to USA to Canada, Mm -hmm. all of them. And even the other nations that don't have, that are not the imperial nations of imperial England, that weren't trained in Freemasonry, Japan and China have a system of sorcery likened unto Freemasonry. That's where Mm -hmm. you get the white and black of the yin and the yang. They're still discipled of devils, and Mm -hmm. they still have secret societies in all the Asian and African nations, okay? So all nations right now, accurate, are controlled and ruled by the Balaam class. Yeah. Our job and our mission as Kingdom Special Forces is to train up a Moses company that uses the same heights called the high place for God instead of Satan. And you can see in here how freaking controversial it is because you've only known and seen Balaam in the high place. Right. And that's why Christians are poor and below yep. and enslaved. They're kind of like in Moses' day under the taskmasters of Egypt. And, and it's because of Balaam's sorcery in the high place of Kabbalah, black Kabbalah with black sapphire stones yep. instead of white sapphire stones. The whole second heavens is neutral. God created them in Genesis 1. But because of our ignorance and lack of higher knowledge and higher wisdom, those realms are being ruled by sorcerers. They're the billionaire class. They're usually millionaires. They're your Hollywood Boulevard. Let's demystify the world and reveal yeah. all of Babylon the Great Secrets and destroy it utterly Come on. in Jesus' name. Amen. That's so good. That's really good. Yeah, no, that's... Um yeah, that's, that's we're accurate. We're going after it. Tonight. Yeah, we're going after it. That's really <laughs> exciting. And some of you have been looking forward to this. A couple of you actually, you know, know this. Uh, you already know this because your angels have been talking to you. You've already gotten the signs. And it's just, it makes sense. Doesn't it feel good? It feels good. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. It feels winning. so good. Yeah, no, you know, this is fun. Some of you like, you know, the you like the Google Translate tongues. Some of the ones, you know, you always have those seasons of the Google Translates that never made it onto Facebook in that season. One of them was, was it the Holy Kabbalah? And then the other one was Enoch was the man who carried the Kabbalah circles. That's, you know, something for you too. Enoch was walking on sapphire stones before Moses even was born. And, you know, that's why he was he was so great. How do you think he, well, he did it? A lot of Jewish mystics believe that mm-hmm. Enoch was coming as Metatron and giving him all the instruction on Mount Sinai. I've seen it. Yeah, he yeah, was there. I don't. There. I didn't talk about that. <laughs> I've, I've uh-huh. seen it. Yeah. Oh, you already knew that. Yeah, yeah I already knew that. Okay, <laughs> this is why. <laughs> you sound like a jerk. <laughs> because the pioneers are still coming down from heaven. The cloud of witnesses is written in the word. So since Enoch is the pioneer of immortal life after being a human being yeah. transfigured into a lumine, he'll help anyone that rises in the same path. Yeah, it's actually been common whenever I start to. Um, teach on it there are people who go into my teachings and they start getting caught up into the school of Enoch just as confirmation and um, I've got another friend who was you know you know into RLM and all of a sudden her angel started showing her all these pictures of like the Kabbalah circles and messaged me like what is this like my angels keep telling me about this I'm like 
All right, that's your sign that you're ready to start learning cosmic righteousness. It's literally, so um, this is kind of faint, but maybe you guys can see, uh, you can just use any of the charts that we have on the training righteousness class. This is just a little hand drawing of the sapphire stones. Uh, you know, we have these online. It's like little stick figures. Little stick figures. Stick figure Stick Jesus. figure righteousness. You probably can't see it on here. Oh, yeah, you're in, the... in this some advanced mysticism tonight. Right, and this is not like on my cloud. I can do it's all like the It's like finger graphics. painting holy Kabbalah. It works. Actually, that's how I found out about rising into the sun, into the righteousness. Remember the little kin kindergarten water paints back in 2019? That's drunk. That was the path. to. It looked like he's like, oh, that's cute. How old were you when you painted that? Three months ago. But it worked. It was, she had just drawn, drawn it. it anyway. You don't have to be an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's the staff of the sun. And I was like, that's nice. That's nice. And then like this a couple years later, like, oh my God. Heavens. Oh, great. It, we're, we're, we're doomed. doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We receive it like a child. Anyway, so if you have the, look at, you guys have your homework, you have your charts, you know where you're at. Uh, if you look at those, those are, these represent the seven spirits of God and the attributes of God, right? You have the spirit of Hakma, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, the spirit of knowledge, the Holy Spirit of knowledge, counsel, uh, might, and then the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And so you have all, what these things are, what does that, what does that represent? We talk about celestial circumcision, and yesterday at yesterday's Joel's Bar, we talked about that dark cloud that's made up of those little orbs, those dark spheres, black and white and gray. What happens is you're made in the image of God, right? So you were made with this design. This is all within you. So what's wrong with that, with this inside of us? Something's not right. It's not really in the image of God correctly, where there's where there should be Holy Spirit of counsel. There's some other counsel. There's a other, there should where there should be the Holy Spirit of knowledge. There's all this other kind of crappy knowledge in the brain, and there's kind of like a bone throne of Satan taking up residence in the thoughts of mankind, uh, which should not be. Um, then you have this little portal. It should be the Holy Spirit of might. It should be you know Gevra. It should be the judgments of God. Uh, but there's unrighteous judgment, and that is like the portal. Uh, basically one of the portals of hell that can come out when things get out of control. So you basically have between Gevra and Da'at, it talks about, you know, the head and the hand. That's, those are the, the head and the hand of, you know, they talk about Jezebel, they talk about, you know, witchcraft, the portals. Those are the two main uh, things where you have, you know, those kind of issues. So the he head and the hands, crucifying, self-nature, Jesus Christ, crucified in the place of what? The skull, Golgotha, that's Da'at. So... When you're looking at this, when you get circumcised, so if you look in, um, also grab your notes uh, on learning the difference between the mountain ranges, between Kabbalah, the Holy Kabbalah, and the, you know, satanic black, white, and red sorcery Kabbalah, Moses the wicked ruling elite. Uh, make make a note for yourself altars. to go into the book of one Enoch. Go in there and find the mountain ranges. And go and do a study and learn which one is which. And you'll see there's different attributes there. So what he said was the wicked mountain range, right, of Satan. Though instead of sapphire stones, the it looks like alabaster reaching up to lapis lazuli, the appearance of lapis lazuli. 
It's the imitation. They're like fake uh, sapphire stones. They're not the pure. The pure ones, that's Christ. What is the sephirah? It's Jesus. Right when, uh, I think, yeah, we don't go into that, but these need uh, circumcised. When you're talking about heart circumcision, heart of hearts in your spirit, your spirit needs circumcised. The gemstone celestial reward is yeah. part of Jesus himself. Yeah. Christ himself, your reward, which means you pay the price to circumcise each one of these within you. So what's being removed? If Christ is being formed in you, and this is what you received of Christ, a deposit of his divine DNA, those genetics, what needs circumcised? That's your journey. So you go to one sapphire stone in your journey within you, and those judgments, like the judgment of prophecy on Hod, uh, you get that circumcised, and you deal with that part of your fallen nature. And when that's circumcised, and you're washed, and you're ready to go to the next one, that's how you conquer. And, and it works, and that's this is how you get circumcised. So what happens, in a sense, all of these, when they get circumcised, let's say that first tree of in your spirit, you're working in the realm of Isaiah, from Malkut to Keter, you conquer all of those, you make it through, you survive, you do your homework, you do it correctly, you submit yourself fully unto God, and it becomes a lightning ephod. And you can see and feel those lightning ephods, and then, like Brandon can be my witness on that, the, the tetragrammaton, the word, the name of God, the names of God start to become inscribed. Mm -hmm. The engravings and the emanate continuous Shekinah. That's that thing he was talking about, becoming wrapped in Shekinah. That's how you get all those going. The new name of the Charismatic Church doctrine mm -hmm. is garbage. Yeah. Not even close to accuracy. So, what is this? <laughs> so, what are these sapphire stones? <laughs> And he made them in what? In the image and likeness of God. Let us create them in our image. This is about the image of God. And you know what's interesting is righteousness. Like the song's on. Enoch's door. Amen. Somebody's going to go Ask Enoch about the new name. It's 70 names with the tetragrammaton on it, which is yad heh vav -Heh. Y H V H. 70 different names with YHVH in those names. And there's mm -hmm. more than that. There's a lot. And, and it's all characteristics of God formed in his transfigured being. And that's the truth. That's what actually happens and not just, oh, I got a white stone and people are sending white stones in the mail with like um. a red name on it. It's mental illness and you wonder why christianity is full of madness <laughs> My phone just rock <laughs> people have sent me so many of those white stones Hi. it's sad that's why the mental illness is so stop sending us rocks and stop sending us nail clippings thank you <laughs> it's literally yhvh and parts of the father inside the new creature the new creature and yeah. is basically like a little yahweh but God is so dynamic and huge and multifaceted wisdom. It's like name by name revealing God, which is what the ultimate high priesthood is. High priesthood mm. is the revealing of the Father. <laughs> yeah. And that'll happen with new names as it's written. I'll write the Father's name on their forehead. Well, the Father's name is not just one name. It's hundreds and hundreds of names. Yeah, how do you explain the, li the living God? Like, how many names does he need for us to, you know, understand in whatever capacity we can, you know, who
who he is and he's enlarging our capacity uh yeah i was uh decreeing the other day and i said that let the tent pegs enlarge and when i said that and struck the sky with my hand the whole entire sky over minneapolis flashed white it just like it looked like the whole sky turned to lightning it was I was like, okay, that worked. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just say what comes, you know, comes up by the spirit, you know, you're just normal life. But it's like, oh, wow, okay, all right, he's doing it. He's enlarging. And that means a lot of things. Uh, but going back to the sapphire stones, when you're getting those black clouds removed, like that black smoke that comes out when you get the deliverance, or those bubbles that pop, you know, those circumcise that whole sphere, that whole tree inside and out all the way through, that's how he's restoring you to the image and likeness. Now, what is the the word for righteousness or the righteous one, Zadik? That letter, Said, which, what did we listen to on our intro? Mm, yeah, Shadeh. I, I was studying this, yeah, and it's, it's spelled similarly. Diamond life. So, Zadik. That uh, Zadik, that letter in the Hebrew alphabet. I knew it was prophetic. Yeah, it totally was. I, I saw when I saw you had the CD. I was like, oh man, I know this is he's, his spirit is talking. No ordinary love. Uh, yeah, it's so good. That that word for righteousness. Ooh. What that letter is is if you combine the nun. We talked about the nun, right? The secret books of the seven, the seven pillars of the house of wisdom. Right, there's five written books of Torah. The other two are just those two verses written. Just those two verses written that we talked about the other day. Those secret scrolls, those which were the life of Jesus Christ. He came to fulfill. And he said, upon all, upon these two, hinge all the law and the prophets. Those are those two books of the spoken word of God. It's the life of Jesus Christ. The living word. The living word made flesh. The Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. It's his life within you that's being written. It's the life of Jesus as he walked on earth. Then it was said of all the things that he did, even if it was written, the whole world could not contain it. It's all contained celestially in those two books. And those five books in the Old Testament contain all mysteries. So between those seven so what you have here that's the nun right the inverted nuns those are those hidden books so the say for a zadik which means righteous or righteous one as you're becoming righteous it's a nun with a yad on top of it what's the yad it represents wisdom hakma right we know from our sapphire stone study but what's the little cuts on the top of the yad well first let's look at the yad on on the nun. We we studied the nuns. We talked about that. If you missed that, you can go back to that Joel's bar and watch that. But the yud, it's the drop. It's the God sperm divine seed, the genetics, the DNA of God. So those are those hidden mystery books of God, hidden in the cloud. Every time I see them, they're in the cloud. It's the living word of God, the divine genetics, the God sperm DNA of the Holy Spirit within you, affixed on those books, making it alive. Because what did we what did we talk about the other day? What was the difference between the Pharisees knowing those 
mysteries. They knew the secrets. They didn't really know. When they talked to Jesus and they tested him to see if he was, if he knew, really knew their Kabbalah, their Moses Kabbalah, he answered them with such shrewd wisdom and he called them out and he said they were wrong. He said, you don't know the things of God. You don't know the power of God. You don't know the word. They didn't actually know Moses. They knew the dead letter. They had the, all the oral tradition and the written secrets, right? Because they were ruling class and, you know, Jewish society, and they were even under Roman occupation, so it wasn't even really working for them. But they, they were, were trying to get mystical. They were trying, and they were failing. But they were into the devil. Jesus Christ is the <laughs> word made flesh. Yeah, so it was his righteousness versus their wickedness. They didn't have much joy either. No, they didn't. And I got angry and offended and killed him. That's right. A higher wisdom always looks like foolishness. So that's why we have to receive like a child. That Sayed, that Zadik, that that eighteenth letter of the Aleph Bet, that hidden book of wisdom, those hidden two books, with the drop affixed to it. That's the life of Christ, the Holy Spirit. That means it's a living word. Those mysteries made alive within you. And that little cut's on top of the yacht. It's called the thorn, or other scholars call it the crown. He wore a crown of thorns that you could be crowned with life. His life within you. Now when that word is formed within us and it rises up until it becomes what the twelve stars, what is it? The seven through the five senses and you have the twelve star government like a tiara of, of crown of stars laying hold of the wheels of government the ophanim in the second heavens taking over and kicking out the principalities. That is the crown upon the righteous. There are some mysteries in those letters if you study in it. The shining, the glistening, the glory that radiates from it is also known as the oil press. So if you're feeling the pressure in these days upon the mind, upon the flesh the human nature understand you are making he is making within you precious costly oil fresh oil that the crushing not of our nasty fruit but of the good fruit crushing the good crushing the perfect fruit that most perfect thing that's gotten us here so far that thing that you relied on to get here so far, that good and perfect gift from God, or your ability with that gift, that's the thing that needs to be sacrificed in order to go on to the next thing. And so it always humbles us because that's our strength, that's our thing from God, that's our domain, that's what we do, that's what we're good at. And just, uh, you know, like Revelation, studying and revelating. Today I went into study the origins of like the letters of creation 
And it was so just mind-bending intensity that crushing upon my mind and all my ability or the things I've received of God to, to revelate or study the things of God, the mysteries of God, just crushed, just burning, just my mind just buzzing and the fire ignited. I felt like I was on a barbecue. I couldn't hardly learn a thing. But the more I looked at these letters, the more the fire ignited and started burning through my mind, understanding. And so, all those things, whether it's our wisdom that's got us this far, our purity, or our vision, whatever it is, oh, your healing gift, your humility, whatever it is, that thing we lay it down, not to abandon wisdom, not to abandon purity, not to abandon vision, but to consecrate ourselves and humble ourselves before the Lord again this season that I still know nothing but Christ in Him. <laughs> Crucified. And I can't take anything for granted. The next higher wisdom that He's going to be releasing, I'm going to have to let go of the old ways of thinking. And I understand the way I think now. My understanding now is like a caveman compared to where we're going. Honestly, He showed me <laughs> the teaching at the base of the Ooh. mountain is so different than the teaching at the mountaintop. People don't even think it's the same religion, but it's the same exact God. Yep. That's what growing in unconditional love is, is the reactions of the lower learning on the lower areas of the mountain. They have the same God. They just don't have the higher teaching. Hebrews 6, going past elementary teaching into training in righteousness. Now we're under the instruction of Moses and the Lamb on the mountaintop learning mm -hmm. cosmic righteousness, which is the ushering in of the kingdom age, the seventh day, when we can rest, when we're cosmic from above and not below. The above world is a teaching, and it is Kabbalah. Yeah. Truth in air. And, you know, I've met, I've met uh, Noah, and this is what he teaches. And I've met Enoch in his, you know, Metatron form several times in the heavenlies. And had the, I got the opportunity to, to sit with him and learn from him. And just the things that, that he's working on in heaven. And this is how everyone in heaven understands the way the universe works. They understand Jesus Christ, the man of light, the sapphire stones, like everyone in heaven, uh, you know, like any, in those higher heavens, they understand these things. And the lack of that understanding on earth is why we're dead in darkness and not ruling this planet. Right. So the teaching will come forth, the teaching of righteousness of Daniel 12, 3, to shine mm -hmm. as the yeah. stars of the heavens forever. I want to share a quick testimony of meeting uh, God the Father uh, in talking about these sapphire stones. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. For a while, uh, this is a while back, the opposition to me learning righteousness was so intense. I don't know how to describe it to you. Someone, one time, someone told me that they asked God. They felt impressed by the Spirit to do this, but they, they prayed to ask for a small portion of the pressure that I was under like the, the mental, emotional, and spiritual pressure and physical pressure that I was under. They asked for like a taste of it and they in their own prayer time, in their own prayer closet. 
and it, it was so uh, intense and painful and horrifying they begged God to stop with like tears and crying and I was like they sent it to me and I was like thanks <laughs> so at the same time I want to say to you guys as you feel the pressure going up it gets better it really does it gets better when you start to recognize the different things like um, being able to understand when is this the enemy when is this I'm just getting the baptism of fire and my brain's just doing what it does when it's on fire you know the mature things in that get around the people who understand that I know you know for Brandon and I our schedules kind of packed to the gills with like even the angels are running running the schedule with you know the studying the creating the content there's just a, a million and a half things that we do and we try to post online as much as we can for you guys but get involved in the RLM community. Get around the people who are growing. And you can help each other out. You'll know them by mm -hmm. the fruit. Yeah. The fruit in RLM is amazing. Yeah. It's promised land fruit. And some of the people coming up after us, too, that have been with us for a while and obeying from their heart, yeah. they're going to start to step into the fivefold, and it's going to be cosmic fivefold. Yeah. It's like you haven't even had teachers yet, the yeah. ones that are coming forth, that are going to really gonna understand the maturity of the God inside mindedness and elevations of the mountaintop. This standard has never existed in Christianity. We're going to take entire companies up, like ex exploration, right. like Joshua and Caleb spy company, and establish mm -hmm. civilization and, and entire tribal living right. on the mountaintop, according to the 12 tribes of the book of Revelation, to live in these cosmic elevations. Like Moses living on the mountaintop. Oh yeah, I want to. In the new covenant, with the Lamb, and there's the heavenly Jerusalem. Then you, there you learn all God's ways, and there death is defeated eternally. Oh yeah, I want to finish up that quick uh, uh, story on meeting the Father. So basically, that's where I was at in trying to pioneer, trying to fight the battles, you know, below on the earth, maintain my elevation where I was starting to go up. And you had every, everything and everyone attacking sapphire stones and going up. And it's like once you get up there and you realize you have the cosmic, we call them like the demon gods of That's know, when the, really the worst persecution started to come from Michelle Samuelson. Yeah, that's, that. whoo, man. And I was really surprised because I thought, you know, oh, these are God-inside-minded people. I was so excited to meet them. And I felt like it was going to be just amazing. You know, finally we're going to get some backup. You can't even imagine how bad. It was just like literally the murder the of righteousness. But I couldn't even yeah. understand it. But she had she had pioneered it, and it was God. Yeah. And it was controversial, and that's always what we've been into anyhow. So. Right. So it's like you finally get up past you know Jezebel's tower and all this stuff. So the the persecution had gotten so bad, and I was just devastated because I thought, okay that that's it is there anyone who's going to do this with me am i gonna have to do this alone like this is a cosmic work i w i got depressed a little bit i i messed up i was just like oh you know what is what, elijah in the cave like no they're gonna try to kill me and and god's like i got there some people reserved 7, they're, they're gonna come their knee to the they, it's like they're gonna help you out it's gonna it's gonna come like they're gonna come it's gonna work, just don't give up, right? You just don't give up, don't give up, don't. No matter how bad it gets, just don't give up. The 144,000 will come. And so I started, you know, get back up on my feet, right? I'm gonna, because I got to the point where I was like, I don't even wanna study this anymore. Uh, I just, this is so hard because then now, now I've got demon gods attacking from above, trying to hold my men. They got this firing from below. 
we're, I'm surrounded on all sides. It's just the not letting up. Shields are holding. Shields are holding. <laughs> help, God. Help, Lord. <laughs> oh, you know, hand on my belly. Drink. And why do you think help. the warfare was so bad? Is this all Satan has? Is that why the warfare is so bad? Yeah, it was like, it was like all the gun. Have you ever seen? Okay, one of the words. If you take this area out, yeah, the devil they don't have nothing. is a poor Why is liar, it so heavily and guarded? And no one would ever follow him, yeah. listen to him, or be tempted by him again. Yeah. That's how big this is. So, okay, so we got to that point, and then things started to kind of like smooth over, and everything was going just okay, and I kind of pushed to the side a little bit. I was like, I'm still kind of low-key studying it, but I was just like, man, this is... I'll be lucky to maintain my position, you know, in the sun. And uh, this was so much. I can't, it's like, it was on lockdown. So I talked to the Lord and I said, you know what, God? If this is something that you want me to continue to do, I'm going to need some confirmation because there's just, there's nobody in agreement with me on this. And I just, am I going to, how am I going to do this? Is this what, do I, and I started to wonder and question, like, am I really the only one who's right? Like, like, certainly I can't be the only one who's right. But then I remembered there was a majority of a one. crazy. There was a crazy guy that was my mentor. He was like, used to be and what's the thing where they um, Zen. He used to be a Zen master who met Jesus because he was actually pursuing knowledge of the truth. He thought Zen was it, and he could make the glowing light appear between his hands like a Zen, like real Zen master, not just like Zen is what's up, you know. And when he would get his wisdom teeth extracted, he actually could control the power of his blood flow and freaked out all the doctors because there would be no blood in his teeth extraction. But he was just really pursuing truth. And he thought Zen was it. He met Jesus. Jesus appeared to him and he, bam, converted. He went hardcore. He went to all, he went to my church. Evangelical, outer courts, mill boonies out behind the cornfields, you know, all that. And uh, he would go church to church and get kicked out continuously. <laughs> and he would just go in there and get kicked out. People would kick him out of his jobs until, I mean, he was one of, he's probably one of the most brilliant minds. It was like your first Christian mystic experience. Yeah. Uh, before that, I'd never heard of miracles. They didn't believe in nothing. There was no, not a nothing. Not a drop of anointing or presence or nothing. Bill. Bill, yeah, Bill. <laughs> William G. Smith. I still have his book that he wrote. <laughs> and that's your middle name, isn't he's it? He's a real yeah. mystic. Yeah, he really was. I mean, he got cured of, like, throat cancer. I mean, everything he ever needed, God brought it to him. And God gave him cool cars, too. And so that's... And he was rich. And he was rich. But, you know, yeah, he he was rich. And But he would walk in, he was just, like, crazy engineer with his jeans. He called them his dungarees and his plaid shirt. And we'd sit there. And he, he taught my dad for, like, seven years. And my dad still betrayed him. But, you know, whatever. That's how it goes in Christianity, that's isn't it? That's how it goes Everyone, when you're real mystic. They'll still betray you. They'll still betray you. I think I'm the only friend he has left after all these years. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> only one friend left ministries, but... If you don't go up, that's what betraying him is. Yeah. Ooh. But what what's going to happen is, is the path yeah. is going to be understood and thousands of people oh, are going to yeah. go up. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so this... so this this um, I remembered something. So when all this pressure is going on, everyone's attacking cosmic righteousness, and I just can't get... I was like, how am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, demon God's attacking me, all this stuff. Can, am I really... Then I started to question, like, is this really... You know, because I can test everything. I'm just a baby. I've only been this. I've da-da-da. Blah-blah-blah. Whatever. And then I, the spirit reminded me. Do you remember what your mentor Bill told you a long time ago? I'm like, huh? No? Can you remind me? And I remember he said, there is going to come a time that when everyone is marching one way, you're going to have to march the only way, even if you're the only one doing it. 
and that stuck with me and the spirit reminded me I'm like okay this maybe this is that time but I said I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a big confirmation because this is insane and then that week I got caught up into heaven uh, when I went to bed I got caught up into heaven and I saw God the Father and I saw his back like he showed Moses his back and the, the Jewish scholars say that when he saw God's back, that's how he was able to see the story of creation and write the Torah and, and write that, you know, those books that he wrote of creation and all that. And right beside the father, what did I see? Mm. These sapphire stones. And he had it exactly how <laughs> he had it. The Kabbalah tree of he life. He had the Kabbalah tree of life. And, it, and it he pointed to it. The devil's stolen it. And the top three, this will be a fun, interesting one. The top three that he showed me were in the third heavens with him. And he pointed to it, and I heard the father's voice, like, rushing. The, the voice of many waters just booming and, and thunder. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I, I remember seeing his back. I was like, I want to see his face. I want to see his face. But he was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, so then I, when I came back to my body, I was like, that's it. We're doing this. Why do Whatever you think it takes. The biggest show on the planet. The common uh, phrase is, "This is the way." This is the way. Prophesying, yeah. because the way to the Father, through this Kabbalah circle, whatever you want to call it, it's called righteousness or the path of righteousness in Proverbs. It has a hundred names, a thousand names. Enoch the called it path the path of, of lightnings. Yep. Okay. Whatever you need to call it, that's fine. That's where you're at. That's what you can handle and understand. Right. But it is the path. Yeah. And it is these circles. And it's from God in heaven. And it will be understood. And it's a higher angelic knowledge. And it'll be made plain to you. And you will know it by its fruit. You know, it's not going to be just a rejection of knowledge. It's going to be a testing of fruit. Because we want to mm -hmm. be biblical Christians. And you're going to see the fruit is your eyes are going to open begin to see God and have heaven pour forth through you like a cosmic river of life higher than any human experience you've ever had in your lives. Yeah. Amen. And I've got a, another, uh, some of you are really trying to go for the sun, getting into the sun. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. There's a verse, um, the verse that played uh, that got Brandon into the sun. That's when the angel said, okay, it's time. If you go and study the book of one Enoch and read all the verses about the sun, look at the sun verses. Anything that looks like rings, portals, spheres, read those verses and lay your hand on, on your spirit and ask the Lord to grow you up to be ready to enter in that place. And you know the path. You're studying the path, you're training for righteousness. If you haven't grown your spirit, take time. Stay, you know, stay on Malkut, grow your spirit, get ready, and just say, okay, Lord, as soon as I'm ready, let me get ready as soon as possible. As soon as I'm ready, let me know when it's time. You do the research, you do the scriptures, you know, read them, uh, write them on your heart, and pray those over yourself and over your family. Uh, but that verse that um, got Brandon into the sun, when that revelation popped, and then the angel said, okay, it's time. Uh, it's in the book of one Enoch. And there's also a psalm, if you want a psalm, the psalms, 
anywhere in the Psalms where it says uh, talks about righteousness. Okay. Amen. Amen. Philippians 4.18, But I have received everything in full, and more. I am amply supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent me. They are the fragrant aroma of an offering, an acceptable sacrifice, which God welcomes and in which he delights. So I pray for the financial offerings and coming into the month of May, that they be a pleasing aroma and the best of the increase of your house towards God in heaven. They are the fragrant aroma of an offering, the finances supplied to the apostolic pioneering of the kingdom advancements are the fragrant aroma of an offering, Philippians 4.18, an acceptable sacrifice which God welcomes and in which He delights. In Jesus' name, give an offering. Click the links in the description. We'll see you guys Tuesday. Peace. Glory.
Say.